So I said, keep it simple, stupid, jump right in, number two, and number three, a semblance of common sense. Because what people like to do to make alibis is get real complicated. What about... But Ty, well, that box is not alphabetically ordered. Well, this is better than it was before. Don't try to bullshit me. So today's episode is a little bit different. I actually recorded this for my staff. You'll notice some of these episodes are like that. And usually I've kept these private, but I wanted to make it public because I think you might be able to use it in your life, in your business, in all things productivity related. So if it sounds like I'm talking to a staff or there's some stuff only applicable to them, just ignore it. Hope you enjoy. Productivity training of the day. This is very, very important to me because 2018 is, I know, here, here's something. One day, some of you are going to own your own business. You're going to have people work for you. All of them are going to say they're working hard. Theoretically, they are working hard. But the definition of working hard, W-O-R-K-I-N-G-H-A-R-D, is different for different people, right? Everybody agree with that? So let's say you came from a farm background. So when I was on a farm, I met a guy who was 60 years old and had never taken a vacation before. In fact, in their language, Amish don't really have a word for vacation. So when you say working hard to him, it's a whole different lingo. The guy doesn't know. None of us work hard compared to that. So I don't like the word working hard because it's too subjective, okay? So I know everybody here, if I was to point you out and accuse you of not working hard, in your mind, you'd be like, no, I am working hard because you grew up in a certain context. When you come here, it's like Navy SEAL. They have a new context for what working is, right? When you're a Navy SEAL, if you're in the regular Navy enlisted or, you know, what do they call them, sailors, you train a certain way. When you become a SEAL, you know what hard for SEAL is? 18-hour days of push-ups and sit-ups till your body falls apart. The people who make it are SEALs. So maybe you grew up more like in the regular Navy. So now you come here and you're like, whoa, Ty's bothered a lot with me. So that's why I'm doing these trainings, so I can be less bothered, so everybody has the context of what's normal for you ain't necessarily normal to me. Okay, let me say that one more time. What's normal to you to accomplish in an eight-hour day doesn't mean it's normal to me at all. So because you work here, I want you to change your normal. Once you leave work, you can have any sense of what's normal. I don't care. It's none of my business. But here, it's my business. If I shell out half a million bucks a month to you guys, I want to know why the hell I'm spending $500,000. Anybody here want to pick up the bill? Anybody? Let's say I think productivity's 50% what it should be. That means I'm wasting 250 grand a month. Anybody here ever wasted 250 a month? How would you feel if I went into your bank account and pulled 250 out? Every month. You know what happens? You get shot in real life if you ever do that to somebody, right? You start taking 250 grand out of someone's bank account monthly, they will come find you. They will hire Liam Neeson. I will find you. Okay, so this is happening, and it's not because you're bad people. It's not. Be, it's because you went through a system that's an inadequately uh, designed system, and people come out and don't know what a day's work is like. Ben, the other day, we did a full day's work. 
he was tired at the end of the day. But we got so much done. I can take, look, if you guys listen to me, here's the upside. You know how easy it is to make a million dollars a year in the modern world? On one million, if that was my goal, you got to make $80,000. This is child's play. It's like asking a Navy SEAL, yo, man, can you do 20 push-ups? He can be like, you don't know where I come from, do you? 20 push-ups? The average person in the world can't do 20 push-ups. You guys agree? Go to Midwest, walk through the airport, be like, can you do 20 push-ups and run up three flights of stairs? They'll probably be dead. Okay? In the same metaphor, the average person in eight hours does this much. Okay? Let's trust me. So 2018, my goal for you is to stretch your sense of what getting work done is. Okay? Getting work done is, and here's, this is what I want to train you on specifically. Here is an example, and I'm not necessarily calling any one person out. I talked to Diane and Sarah because I knew they were working here. It wasn't a designated job, so it's not really their fault. Although anyone who worked in here, I consider it your fault because why? So let's come as close as you guys can here. First of all, I'm going to show you three areas people mess up on in being productive. Number one, I'll call them Mr. or Mrs. Never-Ending Checklist. They're the person that has a simple job to do, and they put it on the to-do list. And they write out, plan, and they think they're making progress. By the time you write out, you can be done with this. Why write it out? Do you write a list? I need to tie my shoes in the morning. Okay, today, tie shoes. Take right hand, put it towards ankle, spin it in a, Whatever, how would you describe tying your shoes? By the time you write the list, just fucking tie your shoes. There's nothing to this. This is the most pedantic, childlike thing ever. I, I'm, gonna, I'm working on a farm. This has been my lifelong dream. I am going to take people and show you on a farm, physical labor, what you can do in a day. I went, the first farm I ever went to, really, that was like this. They went to bed at seven in the morning, at seven at night. And you woke up, the wife woke up at 3.30 to cook breakfast. By 4, you ate breakfast. By 4.30, you were out in the field working, manual labor. And at noon, when you came in for lunch, you'd already worked eight hours. That was the beginning of the day. They were very productive people. Even in the Amish, they're the most famous. They're like the Navy SEALs of the Amish. Other Amish people go, man, those people, they're in Kentucky. They're hard workers. They call them Schaffa. It means worker in German. My grandma... I realize it's a German thing. So I got I was raised by German. My grandma's very productive. She's written two or three books in her life. You know, she came to America, all this stuff. I realized I was talking to her. She saw her hundredth New Year's. And I was talking to her and I was like, why are you different, Grandma? She's like, probably Germans. Germans work hard. Now, that's not the only country that works hard, but it's the only country my grandma's from. So to somebody, this should feel like three push-ups for a Navy SEAL. You're like, oh, you want me to fix this? And I will show you. So the first thing to do is keep it simple, stupid. K-I-S-S. I'm going to take like kind of questions from you guys. We can turn a timer on if you want. Basic organization of this room, who has a stab at how to start this? If you had 10 minutes to do this, your job depended on it, what would you do in this room? 
Okay. Organized by categories. Sounds good. I like that. What Jim said, overview, big picture. So what I would do is basically, maybe I would walk out to the people and be like, what's the main thing we have to file? Keep it simple, stupid. What's four things? There's four filing cabinets. What's the four main things? Legal, HR, accounting, miscellaneous. I will take the label maker we have. Or if I didn't have a label maker, I would take a sticker or a piece of paper and tape it here. The reason I know about this, me and David came in here. I was going to file away a piece of property I own. I'm like, which filing cabinet does it go in? No one even thought to put a label on the thing. How long does it take to type on? I've never used this one. Let me turn it on. Okay, here we go. Accounting. I would now use brain power. What's going to be our most files? Probably accounting, right? So, now guess how long it's going to take me to do four things. Rocket science number one is done. All right. Now, the person who needs a damn put this on a list, I don't do that when you work for me. I don't like that. It's not a list thing. Do it right then. One of the greatest German sayings, when you have something to do, just jump right in. The next thing you know, you're halfway done. You want to solve procrastination 2018? Next time you have some shit to do, just just start on it. If you're out of shape and you're like, I got to get a gym membership, fucking do push-ups right there. You'll be halfway to being in shape. Enough of this nonsense. The world's full of nonsense. I'm full of nonsense. We're going to minimize it in 2018 around me. I don't, if this is a conversation that one of you wants to argue, you are not a good fit here in this company. If anybody doesn't get what I'm doing, how in five minutes putting four labels could be, that's 80% of the organization. Then put, if let's say this is related to accounting. I don't know what, what this is. Let's say this said accounting stacks to file. At least put it there. Then you come back. It doesn't, I'm not asking you to spend 17 hours and make filing count semblance of common sense. So I say, keep it simple, stupid, jump right in, number two, and number three, a semblance of common sense. Because what people like to do to make alibis is get real complicated. Well, but, but Ty, well, that box is not alphabetically ordered. Well, this is better than it was before. Don't try to bullshit me. Next thing, legal. All right, I made another copy of accounting. So I will judge people, the last person in a damn room. I don't care if it's your company or not. Pick shit up. That's another thing. I learned from, dude, if you guys think I'm hard, I wish I could send everybody back through Joel Salatin. When he was walking, he said, never have your hand empty. Pick shit up around the farm. Imagine what this world would look like if everybody in the world walked down, picked up trash when they saw it. You'd have the whole world clean. Pick shit up. People are too lazy to do anything in the modern world. And then they can't figure out why they're broke. By the way, you'll be happier when you feel like you got a good day's work done. All this in the world where people work half a day, like Jim from the office, legal. I'm going to use common sense. The smallest filing cabinet right here, legal. That's the least amount of stuff we have. Legal. Now, let's say you needed to, to talk to other people. Go walk there and come back. If I see one more person WhatsApping somebody three feet away, I'm going to fire you. How about that? I'm sick of it, and one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. 
Be active. Get out of your chair once in a while. 2018, don't fuck around with me. We're going to get shit done. You're going to have a happier life. Things are going to be more efficient. Doing this makes your life more efficient. I'm sick of seeing people lazy. Get up and do stuff. Don't walk by a piece of trash. Throw it away. If you see something idiotic, don't step over it. Bend down and fix it. One of the greatest philosophers in the world said, let everyone clean their own, sweep their own front porch and the whole world will be clean. If we in this company get super organized here, that's how you change the world. It has reverberations that go way past here. And if you're lazy here, if you believe in anything spiritual, everything's connected. If you don't believe in anything spiritual and you believe in math, there's something called, anybody ever heard of the butterfly effect? One butterfly flapping its wing affects, that's physics. That's where hurricanes come from. One sloppy job subconsciously rubs off on other people. I just went through the help page. It's idiotic how it's done on our, on our website. No one took the time to be conscientious. And by the way, everything I'm talking about today is conscientious, four factors. I am hiring and firing based on these four because my mentor, Dr. Buss, told me Ty, just basically pay attention to conscientiousness factor. Perfectionist. Hannah, don't do your job and not know what Willa handed you off. It's not acceptable here. Get on the phone, be like, Willa, I wasn't here yesterday. What do I need to know? That's an absolute must. Organization, perfectionism, diligence, and prudence. Those four things are not optional here. If you have three, nine out of four, you can't work here. Your one apple will spoil the whole bunch. I'm not going to tear down. We have 72 people who work for us, contractors in here. I'm not going to jeopardize the livelihood of 71 other people because you're being sloppy. It's not fair. Who here uses the money you make here to take care of family, to pay medical bill? Raise your hand if you're doing that. Okay, do you want one person in this company jeopardizing it because they're too lazy? Okay, so you got to go. It's not hard feelings. It's not me being, and it's not just lazy. Let me repeat. Just to be clear for those of you listening. By the way, I will ask some of you, what are the four things? If you don't know it, you can't be at this company. Because perfectionism is memorizing stuff. There's some shit you can just memorize. It's okay. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm just wandering through planet Earth. No, then you can wander in another part of planet Earth. No hard feelings. You're just not going to ruin this group. I want people who have four things, and my rule of thumb is, extraordinary. That means when I think of Ben, I better be like, you know what? There's average prudence. And then there's like, ooh, this guy's like a little better. What's prudence mean? Decision making, i.e. common sense, right? Common sense. If I come in here and the thing with the most files, you put accounting, la- you put the accounting label on the little teeny File cabinet, I'm like, you have no common sense. You have no prudence. It's very, isn't it complicated for anybody in this room to understand that you might want to put accounting on the biggest filing cabinet because we have the most files. Anybody that too hard? No, okay, that's prudence. But I want it to be striking, strikingly. You know how they say somebody's strikingly attractive? That means like they walk in the room and you're all like, well, that person's extra attractive. I don't care about attractive physically. I care about extra conscientious. When I think about that person, I'm like, somebody who's in this room that's extra conscientious is Adam, okay? Be like fucking Adam. I like that, Adam. I have worked with Adam now for a week. 
noticeable. Some of you ain't noticeable. So it's time, 2018, you better become noticeable. Okay? So number one is organization. This is not organized. So if you walk in a room, now there will be times when you're super extra busy. But somebody, I think it was Diana or somebody's like, yeah, I spent yesterday filing. Okay, if you spent the day filing in this room and that is your definition of organized, that's not strikingly organized. This is not strike. I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I'm also going to be very direct with people and blunt. What else do you want me to do? I don't have time to pull everybody in a room and go, Diana, okay, Sarah, uh, Will, Hannah. No, just talk in the group. No one here is trying to be mean to anybody. I'm just, I don't have time to do massive things. If you're overly sensitive, you also can't work here. Joel Sathen used to yell at me. Sometimes there were people around. I just had to suck it up and be a big boy. It ain't a big fucking deal. If your whole life is around your pride and nobody speaks to me like this, you ain't been on planet Earth long enough because it's going to come. And if you think I'm mean, you know what's more mean? Poverty, stress, being broke, looking back on your life with regrets because no one ever showed you. The correct response that I had to Joel Salatin was like, you know what? My mom and dad said they loved me for 18 years. They never taught me any of this. You actually love me, Joel Salatin. That's the correct response. Correct a fool and they will hate you. Correct a wise person and they will love you. Is anything I'm saying here out of vengeance, spite, or incorrect? Okay, then you should love the response. You don't have to love me. Love it when people tell you the truth because when people tell you the truth, it stings for a second and then it goes away. It's like having an infection in that. I just watched this Deadwood movie and the doctor goes to Al Swearinger who had kidney stones. I got to stick this metal thing up your urethra. Now, there's not much more painful in the world. And he said, I ain't doing this to pain, but I'm going to break up the kidney stone or else you will die. And in this case, I'm telling you, everyone in this room has hopes and dreams. If you ain't conscientious, you have a 1% chance. In my life, I've bet against people in business. People have said to me, Ty, invest in my business. I have a little book about 12 people I bet against. Zero have done anything business-wise. I'm a good better. It's easy to see when people ain't going to succeed. Low conscientious people, you can just bet against them. They ain't going fucking nowhere. And if you don't believe me, talk to David Buss. About 100 to 200 scientific studies have tracked people from young age. And the number one thing that predicts life outcome in business success is conscientiousness. I promise you, most of us, including me, not one class in school. Who here had a high school, junior high, elementary, or college class on how to be more conscientious? Zero. Who here paid money to go to college? How much did you pay? Like 50 grand. 50 grand and you ain't fucking learned shit. And you getting this while I pay you guys. Don't ever be mad at me. I'm giving you shit that's gold. For, and I'm paying you just be in this room. What kind, the only person who should be mad is me. I get mad sometimes. I'm like, why the fuck do I have to hire people and pay them to teach them what they gladly paid an institution that didn't tell them any of this? Get your money back from college and give it to me. 
How can a college go through four years? How can high school make you memorize stuff? Who here took a class that taught you how to memorize stuff? So you go through a school system goes, we'll make you memorize stuff for 10 years. You never get a class on how to be better at memory. That's how stupid the education system is. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. This is the truth. Everybody who stepped in this room, I'm concerned about. It wasn't just one person. How? Why? This is an important room. Files are important. Have you ever looked for something important? The IRS wants something, you can't find it? It's a big deal. Organized, number one. Organized. Anybody here not know what organized means? Does this look organized? One to ten, organized. How does it look to everybody? Five is average, one is horrific, ten is immaculately organized. Three, five. Okay, ain't no sixes, threes, fives. Be a nine or ten in my company. Eight, nine, or ten. Occasional eights if you're in a hurry. Nines or tens stay. You cannot work here. Go back and get trained, and you can come back. Number two, you have diligence. Diligence means simply hard worker. Okay, we all know what that is. It's easy to identify. Do you, anybody here have a family member who's lazy? Is it hard to identify? It's pretty obvious. They kind of walk, they're, oh, there's something to do, and it's like, oh, no, I'm not gonna pick it up. They're just lazy. You can't be lazy. Industriousness is another word, diligence. Also, diligent means specifically when something's a little hard, you don't go, oh, well, Ty, I didn't have the label maker. That would be an example of not diligent. You had the thought, I'm organized, I need the label maker, but the label maker is in the kitchen. Let's be honest here. Who here? has ever known they should do something, but didn't do it because it was a little bit hard. Be honest, raise your hand. Okay, some more than others. Who here should be going to the gym more than they go? Raise your hand. Okay, it's a diligence issue. The Rock's dad is one of the greatest dads I've ever heard of. Because The Rock's dad at five years old took him into the gym and he said, son, you can watch, but you can't lift weights with me. And The Rock was like five and he was like, I wanna know how to lift weights. And so he started lifting, and he said, to this day, when he hears the sound of weights, he's excited. His dad trained him to love the gym. Who here wishes, when you thought of the gym, it was the pleasantest memory, you were in the greatest shape. You know the rock's in good shape. Any guy here super pissed, that I mean super happy that they don't look anything like the rock? It'd be cool, right? Everybody agree? The man has a work ethic. Be like the rock, when it, but do it in business. That's number two. Number three, so organization, diligence, prudence, we talked about. Have some common sense, man. Have some common sense. Be like, ah, I'm in this room working. I'm here for an hour. Let me spend 10 minutes cleaning it up a little bit. Common sense doesn't dictate that you have to make it perfect the first time. Just have a semblance of order. And then the last one, who knows what the last one is? Perfectionism. Pay attention to stuff, pay attention, come back. Here's the perfect example of perfectionism. When you're done organizing this room, be like, I'm gonna take a five minute break and then I'm gonna do one quick sweep through here. See if there's anything obvious I missed. Double checking is my definition of perfect. Just a quick sweep. That's like, oh, account, oops, I spelled accounting wrong. Let me just take the, I didn't, but for example, oh, okay, spelled accounting wrong. Let me, let me redo this real quick. Double check your work. Any questions on this? Very important. This is, I am, if you guys have noticed, I'm watching you guys more in 2018. 
if you know me, I make quick decisions, but I'm fair. I will watch people. Now that I've trained you, nobody has an excuse, and we will circulate this video throughout the company. I don't wanna see weird things. So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and wanna learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me, and I'm gonna share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you wanna get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list, you missed out on the first round. Uh, and if you see it, welcome to the group. I'm glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. Some of you might say one objection is tight, but I don't have enough time in the day. So you can have a common sense reply. You can be like, let's say I came to you and I was like, Bob, why is this room like this? You were in here for an hour. If you have a common sense reply like, hey, I started on it and I'm gonna do it in two phases. Today I put all the labels on it and I didn't do the boxes. Tomorrow I was gonna do the box. That's acceptable because it makes sense. Does that make sense? But you can at least do some. If you're in here for more than 20 minutes, fix the damn thing. Everything in this company, if you see a piece, you know, like a some, the frame is off kilter on a picture, fix it. You don't have to put it on a list, just do it. You shouldn't have your hands empty. You should pick stuff up. You should fix things. Do that in your life, it'll revolutionize your life. Every one of you revolutionize. Low conscientiousness is extremely correlated with being stressed every month of the rest of your life with money. Who here has ever been stressed about money? Okay, if you want, if you love that feeling, if that's a, your favorite feeling, ignore this whole call, I mean this whole talk. Don't work here though, but ignore this whole talk and go throughout your life and just be like, conscientiousness is bullshit. I like to be, you know, super laid back. Great, I hope you can do it. You just can't do it here. This is, I want this to be more like I was saying, my grandma's German upbringing, it should fee, I should think of you and be like, that person's extra conscientious. I don't care how you look, I don't care about, I don't even care about agree. I was talking to Dr. Buss, it was at my call, I said, should you hire for agreeableness? He's like, meh, it's not that correlated with anything. So agreeableness is, I'd rather have you guys be mean with your coworkers, it's not great, I don't really want you to be mean, but I'd rather you be a little snappy, blunt person sometimes, and productive. We ain't here, this is a business. This is not kumbaya, we're not, it's not a summer camp where everybody's purpose here is to become best friends. So he told me, 
thought agreeable. I thought agreeableness was important. He told me at the last thing, you guys were here, some of you. He's like, eh, it ain't that important. It's not. Agreeableness is the factors of forgiveness, flexibility, uh, gentleness, and uh, flexibility. So those are less important. I thought they were more important. One of my mentors who studied this for 40 years is like, no, but conscientious is massive, massive. So all you guys in help today, don't work on a retarded help page for months. You guys should have noticed, okay, the help button should be on the right. All help buttons and login buttons on every website, if you have any attention to detail, which is perfectionism, they're not in the middle. So I'm one, I'm a little concerned about all of you who are been in help on the customer care. I'm like, how long has it been that nobody noticed that? That slightly concerns me. It slightly concerns me that we had one shared YouTube password for everybody. Nobody ever heard of cybersecurity. Eddie, Adrian, all you, you never heard of cybersecurity. Your ideal cybersecurity is create one email that everybody logs into all my YouTube videos with. That's conscientious. Who here thinks that's common sense? Do you guys have one Bank of America password you pass out to your entire family? God, just log in here whenever you want to get some money. No. You have your own login so that when someone leaves the company, you can remove them only from access. I don't want to see weird common sense issues. That's too far of a violation of common sense. It's as if somebody came to my office in their boxers and I'm like, Bob, why are you on your first day in boxers? Oh, I, I don't, sometimes I forget to put clothes on. I'm going to be like, you got to go, bro. That's too common sense, man. You know, I feel bad for you as a human that you grew up and nobody ever told you you need to consistently put clothes on before you go to work. Well, that's how sometimes I feel with you guys. I'm like, Eddie, Adrian, Zach, whoever's in, Sam, is it in your common sense fear to think that possibly everybody logging in to something that's important with the same password is, a, is that your above average organizational pattern? I went in the Dropbox. I did that. The reason I did it, and it was probably my fault, I didn't share passwords with anybody so we could remove anybody with the master. So yeah, but why wouldn't you master. use, so common sense, all things that I've ever used, you assign a user to it. Because YouTube couldn't do that at the time. Yes, you could. That's not true. No, no, don't. Not in LastPass, you share things. There are things that you can't make other users on that you'll need to share. If you can make a user, make a sub-user. Another, Eddie, Martina, whoever, this is maybe even before you guys. I went in the Dropbox when I was in San Diego. I was like, what clusterfuck random brain person made this? That you think this is bad? Our Dropbox video system. It looked like somebody went to random generator. There's a place on Google, random number generator, and went, okay, what folder am I going to put this in? Uh, one through 100, generate, 73. I'll put this video vlog today in folder 73. Okay, tomorrow, uh, 47. No rhyme. Don't do stuff like that. It's going to be a big deal. You guys see. Now I trained you. I got it documented. There's a policy here. Nobody in California, you can fucking can't fire anybody because, oh, you don't have a policy. I got a goddamn policy. I did an hour. Now, it's an at-will company. 
That means I can go, I told you, don't do that shit. So some of you better clean up the shit you work in. Even your desks don't have a clusterfuck desk. Some of you are still not using the keyboards, I said. That concerns me. That's not a perfectionist. Some of you typing on your little three-inch Apple, I'm like, do you have common sense? Does that seem productive? You're like, <laughs> freaking claw hammer. Let me type for all day like this. Uh, you know what Sam Chuck told me? Ty is only three types of people in the world. One, makes things happen. Second, wonders what happened. The third, I mean, the second, watches things happen. And the third, wonders what happened. So Hannah, when I ask you, what's up with the speaker coming today? You're not allowed to be like, I'm wondering. There's no wondering. Find out. If it's not your day, if it's your day to work today and not tomorrow, if tomorrow I'm working with your counterpart and they don't know jack shit about what they're supposed to do today, both of you get blamed. One, you pass stuff off. Who here thinks it's impossible to create a pass, a handoff system in your last 15 minutes of the day if you know you're not working tomorrow? Who here is that beyond your IQ, Those, that, that concept? Anybody? You never thought of that? Because, it, because I see that, uh, that concerns me. I'm like, wait a sec. This company's called Knowledge Society. That means it's supposed to be on the cutting edge of education, practical stuff. And I got people that have a super important job. They're not gonna be here tomorrow. They know they have a day off. They don't leave one piece of instruction for the next person. Uh, that's a fireable event, okay? Pass your shit off. No excuses. Get on the phone. And if you want to protect your job when you're here and you come into work and realize the person before you did not hand it off, get on the phone. Or come talk to me and go, yo, Ty, don't want you to blame me. I asked this person three times to hand off and they ignored me. Here's proof. Here's my WhatsApp. Here's a video of me walking over to them and they said, get away from me. I don't want to talk. In lieu of proof, I'm going to be like, that's on you and them. When I was playing basketball and our team messed up, the whole team had to run laps. My coach was like, we're a team. One person messes up for the other people. Everybody is responsible. Okay? Any questions on this? There should be a few questions. Ben had one about the users. What else? Now's your chance to be like, wait a sec, Ty. I don't mind if you think something's unfair I said. Say it now or I'm assuming you agree with me. Questions. Somebody have one. This would be a good sign of perfectionism. Now is the time to double check on what I said because some of it might be vague to people. I will wait. You want some shelves in there to help with the whole process? Sure. I would say common sense. Start with the, I mean, to me, common sense is organize the simplest first, right? And then get more complex. So like a label maker is a three minute operation that will help. I'm not, by the way, I'm not doing this to be show of power. I came in here with David needing to file something and I walked in and I'm like, where do we file it? And he's like, I don't know. So it's wasting two people's time. That's why I'm having this conversation. It's not because I want to pick on somebody, but I'm not going to hold back. I'm gonna, if you do something, you can talk about it. This is a team. Do you think uh, when the Lakers... When Lonzo Ball is not doing well, that Sam Walton has the team come and he's like, okay, team, everybody go to the locker room. I need to talk only to Lonzo. No, you'd say it in the whole group. Why'd you shoot that shot, man? You can talk in the whole group. I'm not going to call you out on highly private 
things. This is not private. This is about label makers. And this is not, and Hannah, and I picked on a few people. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm just coming to my mind. I talked to the market, the, all, the help team not doing stuff. Do the stuff right. Any other questions? Yes. We get a better shredder to get stuff out. Yes. Of Absolutely. Yes, where is the shredder that you have? It's in a small, small one. Yeah, it's too small. Yeah, yeah. And you're shredding things. Yeah, if I need something. Good. Let's get a good shredder. Absolutely. Good question. What else? Eddie. Um, when it comes to Dropbox. Yes. So let's think of this. Dropbox, we have a lot of videos. What's the first thing I mentioned in this video? Who remembers? No, but even earlier, I said a little acronym, four-letter acronym. Keep it simple. So let's start like this. When you don't know what to do, see, there's paralysis by over-analysis. You could be like, I got to make the Dropbox, I got to make this perfect. I got to have it color-coded. and hang. No, just start with the simplest. So what I would do, for example, on my videos, I would be like paid lessons, free videos, or something like that. Even that shows a semblance of organization. Or you, you know, could be by product. Could be like one folder. By the way, when you organize things, you shouldn't really have more than five things inside one folder. So don't have a folder with six hundred things. Break it up into a tree. So it'd be like paid video, uh, paid course videos, free social media videos. Then underneath that, you'd have my five you know, Instagram, Snapchat, something like that. If you got, here's the thing about organization that bothers me the most. And it's not just you guys. I struggle with this too. It's I, And that's why it's important that nobody's poisoning the group because you learn from example. If all of us are naturally, all humans are naturally a little bit lazy. They want to conserve glucose. It's a part of your brain. It's a protective mechanism. So I don't want to be around other people lazier than me because then it drags me down. Everybody here already struggling with this laziness. So the goal is to bring the thing up by being around people that when you feel like being lazy, you look over and you're like, oh, Renee's a little, okay, I see him. I'm going to jump up. So that's why I'm sensitive to this. And one of the things that I see is that we overthink this thing, and that's why we don't do anything. You know how many people are overthinking starting their own business? Or, they, or people are like, Ty, should I get in Bitcoin? It's bizarre. How many humans are walking up to me and going, I should Bitcoin? What's the common sense reply? Who knows? What I'm telling everybody. Just try it. Try it. But what's in, what's a little more detail? Do a small test. Specifics. $200. Keep it simple. There you go. A nice round number. Is $17 a round number? Yeah. So I'm not going to buy, what's a nice round number that most people can afford to lose? $100. Put 100 bucks in the time. You know how many people are researching that should I go on Bitcoin? I'm like, why don't you just put $100 or 10 you can put 10 in Bitcoin. And then common sense is put 10 into Bitcoin. See if you like it. If you don't like it, you lost your 10 bucks. Whoop-de-doo. Unfathomable for the average person in planet Earth. Literally. People, unfath- people are like, oh, that can't be the strategy. Oh, I need a complex. Do I get a coinage, Poloniex? I'm like, go to Coinbase and put 100 bucks in. If you had done that, by the way, just not distracting, back in last year, Depending on what coin, a lot of you have ten dollars to $100,000. So there you go. The death of dreams is procrastination. Not keeping it simple. Being lazy. Who here has been lazy 
about Bitcoin. So those of you who thought that you want to get in Bitcoin but haven't really done it yet, raise your hand. Okay, that's laziness. That It comes down to low conscientiousness. Because if you have prudence, you'd be like, all right, what's a prudent amount? I see some people putting in their life savings. Is it prudent to put all your life savings into something you know? Uh, do you need a teacher? Some of these videos, I'm like, do I need to be creating this video? Is the bar so low on planet Earth that I have to be like, Google Gaga, here's a spoon. Bzzz, that's what I got to do. People can't fathom. I know somebody that put a million dollars into their first app. And it's a bad app. He lost all his million dollars. I'm like, Google Gaga, you never fucking heard that maybe the first time you do something, you don't put all your money. Uh, it's a 60-year-old guy. I feel bad for the guy. What school system, what society do we have now that's producing people that at 60, he's, he worked for 40 years, saved up $1 million and put it all into one app. I feel bad for the guy. What am I going to tell him? I don't know who to blame. You blame the system. You blame his parents. You blame school. You blame, I don't know. I'm out of people to blame. All I know is that's the death of his life's work. And he will be having to literally work until the day he dies now. Because that was the worst app idea I've ever seen. It'll never make $1. It's all lost. So all of us make stupid decisions. So make 2018 the year. Uh, in those four areas, you jump up, quadruple, and I will help you. I'm right here watching. I'm watching. 2017, I didn't watch any of you. 2018, I'm watching all of you. I will get around to every single one of you, and I am assessing. I have a little group with Maya, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with blankety-blank person? I'm concerned that they work here, just so you know. Full disclosure. I'm not going to put that in a public group, but I'm also not keeping it to myself and holding it. I'm like, wait a second. Is this person destroying our group by being a bad example to everybody? They, got, they can't be here, I don't think. So I'm glad I had this talk because now everybody knows you're not allowed to be unexceptional in any of those four things. You can be unexceptional in everything else in your life, be exceptionally organized, exceptionally diligent, exceptionally a perfectionist. I mean, you double-check your work and exceptionally uh, diligent, prudent, uh, prudent. Have some common sense, people. Can't handle it. Like on our top navigation, I already know how to literally talk about stealing money from me. I looked at how we do our help. I got one idea in three minutes, under three minutes, that I guarantee you is going to half our email load. Half. And I'm concerned that there's 10 people full time staring at that screen. Zero, zero person in that group had that idea. That concerns me. How would you guys feel? If you're at a bar and when you weren't looking, a drunk guy came up and beat you up and you ended up in the hospital and you were with 10 of your friends who were sitting around you, how would you feel about that? Would you be like, those are the greatest friends I ever had. They just sat there and watched you get stomped and they were all like different excuses like, no, dude, I was talking to this girl at the bar. No, I was a little drunk. Oh, you know, I was, I didn't know if it was my business. I don't, you would be like, they aren't good friends. They're not backing me up. I feel that way sometimes. I'm like, who's organizing this room? Who's organizing drop? You guys ain't backing me up. Let's do a common sense meter test here. You're in a dilemma. You work at a company where sometimes your ideas do not get heard. I want to hear. your boss. What? PM your boss or DM. Okay. PM. Let me hear five ideas that are no, good. Talk to them or her. Go and talk to them if that's not possible. 
What's another one? Okay, what about this? This is, I think, the best correct answer. Make a running list on a yellow notepad of ideas you have. When you happen to catch that person, which may not be Monday, Tuesday, it might be in three weeks, go walk by and be like, I, got, I don't want to waste your time. I got five quick thoughts. I've thought them through. I've run them by some other people. So another good thing is don't run the idea first by me, right? Because I'm kind of like the president of the company. Do you think the president of the United States that a corporal in the Marine Corps runs his idea for military improvement first through the president? Uh, excuse me. Uh, can I? Can you connect me to the desk on the president's? Uh, yeah, on uh, the phone on the president's desk, please. Yes, I am a uh, Corporal uh, Lewis, and I know how we can improve our camouflage uniforms. I've been working on it. I'm pretty sure it'll make us more concealed to the enemy. Oh, he's not available. Okay, I'll call back tomorrow. Is that common sense? You literally get kicked out. You'll get. Uh, Nathan says, who's in the military, you will be removed from the military. That's what some of you guys do. You run your first idea by me. Now, let's say you were a corporal and you ran it by your sergeant, and the sergeant ran it by his colonel. And it made it all the way up, and a one-star general liked it. And then the one-star general run it by the Joint Chief of Staffs. And then the Joint Chief of Staff go, this is the greatest idea. Get that corporal in here from Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. I want him to meet the president. That's how you meet the president. It's the last because the president got other shit to do. It's not because the president's being arrogant. The president, you think you can take a call from everyone in the United States, 330 million people? Well, that's kind of how it is. So some of you are lacking the common sense of how to move your idea up. What I would do is first run it by other people because if I run it by, you know, Renee and he says it's stupid, well, then I'm like, whew, I'm glad I ran it by him before I brought it up the chain because then I'll look stupid. Who here is that outside of your common sense meter? Okay, well, I don't know that anybody's doing that, so I'm glad. We need to have more of these sessions because common sense is not common at all. It's basically actually actively been eradicated from planet. It's like there's people working to remove it. I'm pretty sure the school system, without knowing, is like actively destroying common sense. So there used to be like you would be 18 and you'd have like, 50 units of common sense, just naturally, like in the 1800s. You grew up on a farm, you understood things. Oh, okay, picking apples. Things. You know how many people don't know? Literally, there's people now who don't know that yogurt comes from a cow. Lots of people. You go to the inner cities, people have no idea. Because the school system never puts them on a bus and takes them out to the countryside. So I am not surprised that common sense is low here. When I was 19 with Joel Southton, I had no common sense. The only difference is I worked for Joel Salatin for $3 an hour, and um, I worked 16 hours a day for two years and never took a day off, basically, maybe a week. I don't feel like you guys are doing that. Like, I would be less picky if you guys were like interns. And I'm like, oh, I got that intern. Okay, how much does that intern cost me? Oh, nothing? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cool. But this is more like, okay, we have people getting paid not three. Who here makes $3 an hour? Okay, I got to get three. I made um, $300 a month working 30 days. And I lived in a log in a, in a cabin with no heat and no toilet. So I had a bucket for two years. So you ain't going to get me with any, you know, size, sod stories. Oh, I got to go through traffic for 20 minutes to get to Beverly Hills. 
oh, poor you. You have to work in a Beverly Hills mansion. <laughs> Can I get you PTSD counseling? Because this may be the worst thing of anybody in America, right? Like, it, don't do it. It's not going to work on me in 2018. It might have worked in 2017. Do what you got to do. And one day, if you build that habit in your brain, I hope you look back at your experience working here and go, that was the foundational pivot of my whole life. Because that was the foundational pivot for my whole life. Being on a farm for eight years. The found, if I had not gotten, I would not know how to make money. So I hope you guys look back and go, I'm like Ty. When I showed up there, I was basically a dipshit. And I walked away with skills that nobody knows. Yesterday, the video team and some of the marketing, I was showing a new technique. I guarantee you we're the only person in the world that knows how to do this on social media. You're learning stuff here you don't learn anywhere. You're getting opportunities not just to learn from me, but look at the people. You got David Buss here. This is one of the top. David Buss is cited like Sigmund Freud. Okay, he's still alive. But sometimes I'll talk to top PhDs and I'm like, yeah, I'm talking with Dr. Buss. And they're like, how'd you get his phone number? Can you introduce me? It's like LeBron James is here. There's lots of people like that. I've got OBJ coming in. You're hanging out, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is just chilling here in the house. You guys should see this as a unique opportunity and you should also push yourself. I'm not, and also, in case you don't feel like pushing yourself, you don't have a choice. It's my way or the highway right now for a while in this company. So some people choose the highway. It's okay. I'm not going to hate you. So it's okay to quit too. Some of you need to quit. Just quit. It's fine. Find something that fits better for you. I don't, it's, we'll be okay. It's not, I, uh, there's some people who have resigned in the last year. I wished them happy new years and they wrote me back. I don't have, I can't think of many people that have worked here that I have any negative feelings. I'm just like, oh, it's time to move on. Welcome to work. Sometimes you date somebody and it ain't the right person to date. You just, the quicker you move on, the better. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna compromise our standards. Don't, I don't wanna see th- stuff like this. I don't wanna see weird Dropbox stuff. If I go look in sales and marketing, it should take me, and this is what I'm gonna end with. This is how I know you passed the test. I have to stare at your work for 20 minutes to find a flaw. It's called the 20 minute test. I literally coined this term, 20 minutes. So if I work with you for 20 minutes, it'll be about 20 minutes till I'm like, wait a second. Adam's doing something. I could improve on this. See, if you have eight hours to work on what you do, it should take me at least 20 minutes to think of a way to improve it. If you work on something for eight hours, day in, day out, and I can improve it in 10 seconds, that tells me you're not conscientious. And trust me, I will find something in 20 minutes. You need to withstand the 20-minute test. I should be able to go through Dropbox or this room, and it should take me 20 minutes to be like, wait, this is weird. Okay? 20-minute test. In effect, I went over to the help desk. It took me about four minutes looking over Matt's shoulder, being like, this is insanely weird. Four minutes. Today, you guys didn't catch. I was looking in the hourly report. The emails are weird. It didn't show the amount of opt-ins correctly. That took me, I woke up, three minutes to find it. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Two, zero. Okay? Thank you. Training over.